Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Spinnerfell. What is up, y'all? This is—I don't even remember how to do this. Jonathan Rollins, <laughs> and I think I'm still skipping. Sorry. <laughs> Two Americans living in Sweden, talking about football. <laughs> Yeah, we gotta talk about the football. <laughs> Yo, it's been so long. I oh, forgot. You know long. what? Not only has it been long uh, since we did it, it's been uh, really long since we've been side by side. That's right. So it's a whole different strategy of all of the stuff when I'm when we're side by side. Oh, oh whatever. The technical. We up in the sound lounge, y'all. We up in the sound lounge. Skiff is here. I'm here. Uh, Skiff has access to the soundboard. I do. And uh, we are glad to be huh. back. <laughs> we are glad to be back. Uh, P.O.P. Hold it down. <laughs> tell my mama. Tell my mama uh, I love call me Champ Champ. Yeah, oh. shout out to Champ Champ. I just saw him. <clears throat> Did you really? Great segue. Uh, I just saw you know Sergeant Segway is at it, man. Let's go. I just saw Champ Champ. I just came back from the states not too long ago. Yeah. Um, finally got over my jet lag, but uh, we uh, we had the main reason we went was for a family reunion. Mm-hmm. And Bash, my son, really wanted to go. Uh, it was his idea. He said, "I want to go to the U.S., but I want to go and be there without you." <laughs> Those are his words. Right. And I was trying to figure out how to make it happen. So, so you just. Dropped him off on the side of the freeway. Yep. yep. And said, Fine family. Figure it out. <laughs> figure it out, boy. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't use that technique. <laughs> I didn't do the Annie route. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I put him in a basket and I put him on the Nauru. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> no, I um, went to the US, uh, to Maryland, hanging out with my sister. And then um, at the end of that part of the trip, we went to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. To the family reunion at this big ass cabin, my mom organized this. Which whole thing. Uh, which part of Tennessee? Uh, like an uh, hour outside of Knoxville. Mm. So still on the east because Tennessee's broken up into both time zones. I didn't know that. Mm. But we're still in the east time zone, and then uh, we had this big ass reunion. There was like ninety people there, and we just kind of grilled and fucking swam and put, talk shit, play cards. You know how it is. Mm-hmm. Great time. Um, and then uh, shout out to my brother, he was there. Shout out to Champ Champ. But then when I left, Bash stayed with my mom. Mm. And they went back to Florida. So I didn't even get to go to Florida. I was just only in Maryland and uh, and then Tennessee. Nice. And then Bash went, stayed with my mom, and they just got back yesterday. That's cool. Yeah. But the um, at the reunion, one part of it was each branch of the family. It's all broken up to my great-grandmothers like the beginning mm-hmm. that they... They go that far back in the family tree. Mm. And that that generation, they were all from the 1920s-ish or Mm -hmm. 19-teens. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. And uh, all of her siblings are like the top of the family tree. Mm. So each, there were like each branch from all five of them 
came up and spoke. And when uh, my branch, the part of the family, when we were up speaking, Bash asked for the microphone. <laughs> my son. Wow. In front of the family, asked me for the microphone because I spoke and everybody's like, tell some jokes. This is a comedian. Tell jokes. <laughs> I was like, y'all can't afford me. You know that stuff. Like what that. did he say? So when he, I gave him the mic, he said, hi, I'm Sebastian. This is my dad. And they call me Bash. And I'm really glad that we came here. This was my idea. And I'm really glad to meet everybody. I wanted to get to know my black side. And now I'm really happy to get to know everybody. <laughs> I was over there like, oh, I know you were crying. <laughs> I said, man, who cutting onions? Who cutting onions in there? Who cutting these onions? That's really cool. It was so sweet, man. And I was just like, so, I don't know, it was so nice. And then I got, <laughs> I got to get, I got a aunt. I had never met this lady. Mm. It's like a great aunt, great, great aunt, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and her name, they call her Lil Smut. Okay. <laughs> That's like a nickname. That's a great nickname. And her mom's name is Smut. So she Lil so Smut. So she Lil Smut. <laughs> that makes sense. Really, really dark skinned lady. Really pretty lady, I think. But uh, I guess Smut, the, for those that don't know, Smut means like like dirty and disgusting. Mm. Uh, she came up to Bash. Mm. She's like, uh, she she's now calls him Black King. <laughs> Hey, Black King. I think in another generation, she would have been a stand-up comedian, but she's like wow. 70 years old. Oh, so funny. she comes up to him and she's like, uh, you want to get to know your black side? Don't get no blacker than me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is my family, man. This is what, this is what you get to see. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, so it was a great summer for me, man. I'm glad to be back, though. Get back into the groove. Uh, the fall is around the corner. You know me. I got to run this club. So yeah. back at it, man. How was how was your summer? Summer was great. Uh, we did go to Florida. Pretty smooth nice. trip this year. No, Last year, we got fucked in planes and bags and all kinds oh, of yeah. shit. But this year was totally smooth. We got there, uh, rented a house right next to the beach. Had tons of family around, of course. My cousin's got like five kids, and then I got another cousin who's got four kids. And mm. my grandmother came down from Brunswick, Georgia. We celebrated her ninety-seventh birthday. Nice. Or ninety-six. What um what uh what beach? St. Augustine. St. Augustine, okay, nice. So about forty-five minutes south of Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Uh and while we were there, Jaguars camp was going on. Mm-hmm. We had considered like, hey, we could go. Check it out, but then we decided that 100 degrees. Yeah. Do I really want to go watch these people practice? Yeah, I'm talking about practice, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> fuck that. Like, I'm not, what's, what's up boy? Yeah, I'm man. sure it's there somewhere, somewhere yeah. but I just fucking hit it. Oh, there it is. We're yeah. talking about practice, <laughs> yeah, not a game, not Jaguars. a game, not Jaguars a game. Jaguars practice. We're talking about <laughs> practice, uh, so we skipped that, okay, uh, and we hung out by the beach instead. Any Jaguars fans in your family? Um, fair weather Jaguar fans. Mm. Like they Isn't were that like the only way to be a Jaguar fan. I think so. Yeah. So one of my cousins and his son, like they were like super super into it when it first started, and then when they sucked, and then they got good for like remember the one mm. year that Blake Bortles was good. Then when they went to and lost to the Patriots. Yeah. yeah. They were all in for that year, and then they came back and sucked again, and so mm. they were just like, I'm out. I can't do it. So they're kind of, <laughs> if the Jaguars got good again, they would they they'd go. I Shout think. out to my cousin Kojak. <clears throat> They're from that part of family from Jacksonville. He's got he's a season ticket holder. Nice. And he was there for that comeback against the Colts. Yeah. He's he's got a video he always has it ready, and he showed me the video of them going nuts. 
my cousin was there too. My my the cousin that I'm closest to. Uh, she, 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 they just randomly said, "Fuck it, let's go to the game." Mm. And everybody that she was there with wanted to leave at halftime. She was like, "No, no, 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 no." Oh yeah, he they were like, "We can't leave at halftime. We yeah. gotta stay." Like, what if something happens? They were like, "You're down by fucking thirty something points or twenty seven points." Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, it was a great trip, and uh, nice. we came back about a week ago, and then we went out to the countryside somewhere near o- Osthammer. Osthammer. That's uh, the East Hammer. The East Hammer, <laughs> which I mixed up a few years ago and thought it was Oost Hammer. I thought it was Cheese, cheese Hammer. I thought it was Cheese Hammer. Uh, Packers fans. Anyway, I'm back. I'm fucking like, I feel shot out of a cannon. My brain, mm. it's taken like you about a week to get over the jet yeah, lag. Yeah. Uh, but it's all, I have a new set of like, I have a new set of like kind of rules or routines that I'm trying to settle into uh, that I feel kind of excited about. Um, I, I feel like I always do this at the end of the summer, mm. like when I come back to work. I'm yeah. Like, how, do I, how do I switch it up? And yeah, um, yeah I got some, uh, I got some, some shit going on in my brain. Nice. As usual. Well, hey. <laughs> you got that, you got that brain, man. You're uh, <laughs> Don't get no better than that, baby. That's right. <laughs> Speaking of that, one of the things that I watched over the summer to get me, like, kind of scratch the football itch, uh, did, did you watch this in a Netflix uh, quarterback show? Skip. I'm offended at the question. <laughs> I'm offended that you even thought. I was offended when you asked me in the like uh, during the summer. You're like, hey man, there's this thing. I'm like, I'm halfway through it. What are you talking about? I'm like, of course. <laughs> I watched it as soon as it came out. I forgot I already asked you that. I'm a tape head, man. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not. A tape we just head. finished. It took a well. So what happened was is that normally I would have watched it by myself, but I, the whole family decided, or I said, hey, why don't we all four of us watch the first episode, and if you guys hate it, then I'll just watch it by myself. Mm. But they loved it, and and so it's taken us all like to, like for all four of us to be together and mm, we, you know what uh, i mean so we finally uh, just watched the the last episode last night oh okay um, and oddly enough my whole family more or less fell in love with kirk cousins <laughs> uh, it's so funny that because he's it. such a dork yeah. uh but in a cute way you like that yeah you like that he, yeah he's like a mormonly annoying he, yeah, it's mormonly annoying, man. It's like is, I know I made that up, but I love it. There is something kind of adorable about him. Yeah, but you kind of have to close your eyes and and not pay attention to the to the overtly Christian yeah. part of it all. Yes, um, it's like ugh. But yeah, shout out. Anyway, to I like. It was kind I always of, liked him though. That my one of the other funny parts was how Marcus Mariota virtually disappeared from the whole show. <laughs> In the same way that he disappeared from the Falcons. Mariota. Uh, my family was like, so we just like, Mariota's out? Like, what? They're not going to. And then, of course, they get to the final episode and it's like, oh, there oh he he's, he's, traded. he's on the he's beach. Leaving. He's going to the Eagles. It's like, uh, it was very funny. Um, but it was it was cool to see that uh, he's married to an athlete. I did like that. I didn't right. know that as well. I love it when uh, like she gets it or whatever. You know what else I thought? One of the things that I really liked uh, that I didn't fully understand was about uh, Patrick Mahomes' wife. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, I feel like another one there's a lot of hate. She gets a lot of hate on yeah. online for being Patrick Mahomes' wife. I guess, but also she's kind of she's very feisty. Yeah, I like it. She's ride or die. She's like, what's his name's mom? Zach Wilson's mom. Yeah, but the thing that I didn't I didn't know 
first of all, like, I mean, I was, I never understood why people hated her in the first place, but there were a lot of things I learned about her I thought were quite cool, especially given that they, they, I think they met in high school. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Imagine you like, and she like didn't, she wasn't into him. No. Like he was into her. And eventually she was just like, okay, fine. I'll give you a shot. I'll, I'll hang out with you. Yeah. You know, imagine that you do that and he turns out to be the Patrick Mahomes. That's, yeah. That's crazy. That's dope. Um, and she owns, like, she was also kind of a hard, she played soccer. All right. She, she got it too. Yeah. a soccer team. Yeah. And all this kind of stuff. I just, I don't know. I just think. She and Patrick Mahomes, cool. and he seems pretty chill too. I'm just going to go after the game and go over yeah. and hang out with my friends. My wife loves making fun of how he says everything twice. Mahomes. Oh, really? We're going to go get this shit. We're going to go get this shit. Let's go it, get it. Let's go get it. Let's like go get it. He's like Johnny two times. <laughs> Sorry, Hans. Kermit, Kermit two times? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Johnny two, I just watched that not too long ago. We're going to go get the papers. Get the papers. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick two times. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> so that, that one got me through. I saw the first episode of Hard Knocks the other day. Which, oh, it's out? Oh, yeah. First episode of Hard Knocks I'm is slipping. out. It is a full on, like, grapefruit. It's, it's, it's a full on Aaron Rodgers grapefruit episode. Well, uh, last year we had Jared Goff, and they even tried to grapefruit him a little bit. Yeah, but this was one's, like this the, is very this is different though because you have all of the sort of um, pre context of Rodgers being framed as a certain kind of person in the media, mm. right? All of these assumptions, we, we assume that Aaron Rodgers was one way, and then he kind of had this weird sort of twist where we all thought he had was kind of losing his Bumped mind. Bumped his head, yeah. Um, and now Hard Knocks is looking to sort of twist it back mm. in an interesting way. And his teammates are definitely part of that effort as well. When oh. you watch the show, like they're all, one guy at one point just grabs the boom mic and he says, the media's lying about Aaron Rodgers. This motherfucker's cool as shit. Like, <laughs> They love him. They yeah. absolutely love this guy. Uh, might, he might turn that team around. I, but not turn around. They already started turning around. Yeah. <clears throat> but they might. They're they might fall apart. Yeah. They're certainly more relevant now. Yeah, but they they could implode as well. I, it's the Jets. The Jets yeah. can always implode. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't won a Super Bowl since, hmm. since, the, moon, since the moon landing. Oh. Did you know that? No, I didn't. We not. have in between the Jets winning a Super Bowl and the day right now, uh, August fourteenth, <laughs> two thousand three, the year of our Lord, we have landed on the moon. <laughs> but like, there's times. been moon landings before <laughs> wow. a Jets second Super Bowl. Wow. I think it was the same year they won the Super Bowl. We yeah. landed on the moon a few months later. <laughs> Well, so that was one trade that kind of switched up. What other news happened in the NFL? This, uh, the uh, well, the I I don't want to bury the lead. I think the most important thing that happened since you and I stopped recording is that um, it's official. Dan Snyder is gone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> while I was in St. Augustine, I was at this um, farmer's market. And I saw this guy. He had on a maroon-colored T-shirt with the old um, kind of like kind of like the Redskins logo mm. on his shirt, but instead of the Indian in the middle, it just said "Bye, Dan." Uh. <laughs> and I had to go up and talk to him. Uh, he was very cool. Uh, 
it was yeah i think i obviously the washington fans are super stoked yeah. uh the the team was sold for 6.05 billion dollars uh to josh harris who is already the owner of the Philadelphia 76ers and the New Jersey Devils. Um, Magic Johnson is also part of this group somehow. I don't know exactly how, but... I just want to have a basketball football. He just wants to get in the game, baby. <laughs> He's um, He owns the uh, Dodgers. Oh, that's right. He is part owner of the Dodgers. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, I just want to have more of that to my popo <laughs> <laughs> Uh Snyder... Magic Johnson person Snyder was fined $60 million on his way out the door for Damn. sexual assault uh, and stealing from the other teams um, by misrepresenting his income. We had talked about this many times in the past. We've said so many Dan Snyder scandals that it's easy oh, yeah. to forget them all. Yeah. He was basically lying about how much money, you know, all the 32 teams they share revenue. Um, and he was lying about how much money they were making so that he, which is kind of like, I would not be surprised if I woke up tomorrow and found out that all the other 31 teams were doing the same thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. The sexual assault, obviously. Uh, That whole report, the investigation, that one finally came out. Um, That kind of, it feels swept under the rug, that part. That All right, he was sexually harassing people and, you know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't feel like that really took credit. Well, you know what it is? Is it like when you look at it, and you can do this if you want, you can type, if you type in the words like uh, Dan Snyder timeline, like there are like literally like 10 different articles where where different places have have done this whole timeline of Dan Snyder's shitty run as owner of the Washington Commanders. I remember when he took over too, man. And it started, I mean, he bought the team for for pennies on Mm -hmm. the I mean, he, for... I think it was like nine hundred million or something yeah, like that, and now it's like worth over six billion. I remember he was the cool new owner, right? Right, and Brings he was in the Dion. I was just yeah, say, he Brings was in Dion. I he would go out. He went out. He was the one who went out and got Dion. He reminded uh, me of like Mark Cuban, the owner that didn't mind stepping out and putting his mm-hmm. face in the news or whatever. Yeah, um, they obviously haven't really had much playoff success. I mean, he's been terrible. Uh, he's he sued his own fans at one point. Uh, Why did he sue his fans? Well, and it, it says here he sued 125 fans for trying to back out of contracts to purchase season tickets. What an asshole! Um, what an asshole! Mm. He uh, he banned fans from bringing signs to the games, like they would bring like protest signs to the games. Uh, he sued Washington City Paper for defamation whenever they tried to criticize him. When he couldn't sell, uh, when he couldn't sell out the arena, he just ripped out ten thousand seats from the stadium. Um, this dude's the worst. The guy's gotten popped for any number of things. I mean, obviously the worst to me. The grossest one is this cheerleader thing. Yeah, you know where they flew the cheerleaders. Yeah. Where did they go? I think they went to Costa Rica. It was supposed to be for a calendar, and he's got like. Some cameras some sneaky shit. nasty motherfucker like taking pictures and shooting really? videos of them getting changing clothes and then he asked him to cut together the good bits so that he could send them out to his friends and stuff. He's he's disgusting. Um, uh, yeah. So whatever. They're, they're, I'm not gonna go through all the things. You are trash. But he's a horrible human being. Yeah, man. Uh, and he's gone. Fuck that guy. Who knows what this other dude is like? I have no idea, but. Um, it's a group, yeah. so. 
I, I think, you know, he obviously, this, this you know, Josh Harris, the sort of main guy from the group, I mean, he clearly benefits from from not being Dan Snyder. But one of the biggest things that they're going to have to sort of deal with in the near future is that they probably are going to have to change the name again. I don't know if you know this, but, well, for one, the the fans hate the name. Okay, what a surprise. And two, also not a big surprise, Snyder never cleared the copyrights for Commanders, <laughs> and somebody else owns it. Wow. So they're either going to have to pay for that, or they're going to have to just change it. And there's a lot of indication that there's another change coming. So I okay. would predict that you might actually see a new name for the Washington... Red Tails? Whatever. I think it'll probably be next year. I, it's trending Red Wolves. Red Wolves. So right. we'll see. That's good. I don't mind um, Red Wolves. I mean, I kind of root for them now, man, to, to kind of get out of the... Just for the fans' sake. I know some uh, Washington fans. Yeah. And they've been through it a little bit. I saw... One of the funniest things I saw when this news came up was a cartoon. I think it was in the New York Times. Uh, and it was a guy wearing a Washington jersey standing at the gates of heaven. Uh, and the guy who decides whether you get in or not, mm-hmm. was that? St. Peter? Peter, yeah. Right? Says to him, uh, From says, family guy. He's he's yeah. looking at the uh, at the book. And he says it says here that you're you were supposed to go to hell, but since you're a Washington fan, we decided to let you in on time served. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's pretty good. There's a few fan bases that can get that too. Oh yeah, for sure. Falcons might would be qualify. Dolphins. Dolphins might. Uh, for those of you who crave crave this chaos, uh, which is obviously going to go away to a certain degree. Um, don't worry. There'll be more coming. Uh, I think the who leaked the John Gruden emails is probably the next big thing. John mm. Gruden, for a long time, was you know kind of the only casualty of the Dan Snyder investigation. Mm. Uh, like in the midst of this investigation of Dan Snyder, somehow these Gruden emails came out of nowhere. Um, you know, racist, sexist, all mm. kinds of stuff. Um, but th- uh, Gruden is suing the NFL and reporters are starting to dig around and it appears that the the answer to who leaked these emails is leaning in the direction of Roger Goodell and Dan Snyder themselves <laughs> like like that Snyder gave the emails to Goodell because Goodell has has like a thing against Gruden. they Gruden and Goodell hate each other oh kind of which ironically is sort of like the old Al Davis mm-hmm. uh what was his name uh, was it tag- Tagli- Tagliatelli? Was it Tagliabu? Tagliabu. And there was another guy, too. It was the guy. It was Roselle. Yes. It was Roselle. It, okay. it was Roselle and Al Davis were the ones who hated each other. Uh, anyway, that story is ongoing. Um, I think it will provide some very interesting information as mm. it develops, but I'll just kind of leave it where it is for now. Anybody wants to go poke around, you go poke around. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, one so, of the other interesting... Does he run that camp still? <laughs> no, he's working with the... Um, He's like a consultant. He, he is working with the Saints. Okay. He's 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 they brought him in as an outside consultant to work with uh, Derek Carr. Okay. Um, so he's not doing this with his mouth. He, <laughs> um, one of the other interesting stories that caught my eye: um, ex-Giants wide receiver Homer Jones was the inventor of the touchdown spike. Oh, wow. Passed away this summer at the age of 82. Damn. Uh, the first player to spike the football after a touchdown. Uh, wow. 
You the real MVP. Right? Yeah, man. I mean, you, you never really think it's about like, it, but it's like... He throws the ball it's into gotta the come, ground. It's got to come from somewhere, right? Who Somebody did it first, yeah, right? Yeah. Did it get a penalty? Uh, probably. Uh, wow. Yeah, there he is. Look at him. Old school. Oh, he carrying the ball horribly in that picture. <laughs> He's going to fumble. Yeah. <laughs> That's the yeah. opposite of high and tight. But it says Homer Jones had a unique combination of speed and power and was a threat to score whenever he touched the ball. Not shout out to Homer Jones. Mm-hmm. Shout out to him doing the doing the fucking spike, bro. What did it say he first spiked when? Good question. Uh let's see. Nay, nay, nay. Where the fuck he go? There he is. What's the story about? First spike the football, eighty nine yard touchdown catch, nineteen sixty five. Mm. That's first score. So oh. he probably was working on that shit. He was just like, this is it, bro. I finally did it. Because, like, uh, what's his name? Waddle has a popular celebration now because, mm-hmm. you know, it's pretty uh, obvious. You know what I mean? It's obviously his thing. Um, and he was ready. Oh, they have a quote from him. Before, they asked him about it. He said, I always said that when I made my first touchdown, I was going to throw the ball in the stands. But they changed the rules in the offseason. Um to a $500 fine for throwing the ball into the stands. <laughs> As I crossed the goal line, my intention had always been to throw the ball up into the stands, but I thought about the 500 bucks and I just threw it into the ground. So that's... Wow! <laughs> it wasn't even thought out. It was mm-hmm. just like, oh, stop! It was like he felt $500 falling out of his pocket. like, no! <laughs> His team is, you almost threw it, didn't you? Because back then, it. in 1965, yeah, a player losing 500 bucks, that shit nah, mattered. Man. That it's was like, like man, I got my janitor job. That might be my salary for a month. <laughs> Take out my goddamn salary. Uh, <laughs> and back then, they played 14, 13 games or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, man. The other story that caught my eye was the thing. I don't know if any, we talked about this uh, months ago. The, the Chiefs aholic bank robbing story just got weird. So there's a fan, a very well known fan of the Kansas City Chiefs, he, who ever they call him Chiefs aholic, and he shows oh, up man. to the games dressed. He's got on a Chiefs jersey, obviously, but he wears a wolf mask. Okay. Okay. Like a werewolf mask. All right. Everybody knows him. He's got his own Twitter account. People tweet at him, all this stuff. He's very, very famous. Okay. Anyway, uh, he was, he tweeted like, okay, I'm getting in the car, driving to, he would go to the away games. He was on his way to Houston Uh because they were playing the Texans. And then the Chiefs fans who traveled to the game were like, hey, where's Chiefsaholic? We can't find, like, he's not here. He's not tweeting. We don't see him in the stands. And then out comes this story two days later uh, from a, I think it was in Oklahoma or something, where it was like, man wanted for bank robbery. And when they released the video footage, it was Chief Saholic. It was like the guy, he had the same mask on, but he didn't have the Chiefs jersey on. Okay. But all the Chiefs fans were like, wait a minute, we know that guy. That's Chief Saholic. They snitched? <laughs> so he was on the run for quite a while. What? And then they, then they caught him. And they said, okay, well, he made bail. And they said, you have to come. He went to his pretrial hearing. They gave him an ankle bracelet. He mm-hmm. made bail. Um, and then he didn't show up for trial. And so they went to wherever the ankle bracelet was, and they just found it on the side of the road. Dude was in the wind. Gone. <laughs> and it was the guy. It's the guy. It wasn't it's the an person, Hull- imposter. No, <clears throat> that's the chief the guy. Why would you do that when everybody knows who you are? Um, but they eventually caught up with him, and um, yeah, he's in jail now. Wow! Uh, great story. Great, great, great wow. story. Wow! 
That's better than your boy, uh, former bulldog that was a uh, oh DeAndre nice. um, DeAndre Baker. Baker. Yeah, he's he's going quiet. Um, what? It's pretty That's crazy. Crazy. Um, another crazy story. This is not even a long one. This is like I learned over the off season. I mean, this might be one of the more fascinating sliding doors moments. Uh, the Eagles essentially dodging a bullet okay. last season. Apparently declined a deal to sign Russell Wilson. Mm. Uh, I was like, whew. <laughs> Can you imagine? I tried to watch him uh, in the, the preseason game. They played him a few drives. Yeah. Uh, is he broken? I don't know. I wasn't really that. Um, I was waiting to see because Sean, Sean Payton figured it out. Sure. We'll see. Sean yeah. Payton is like busy digging his own foot out of his mouth after trying to talk shit about Nate Hackett. That was an interesting story. What happened well. Nate Hackett? Nate Hackett was Oh, that's trash. been like the local. I know, but he. Okay, so obviously we all know that Nate Hackett was a terrible head football coach. Yes. But Sean Payton said the quiet part out loud. He sort of he sort of broke the code of coaches. Like coaches don't normally criticize no, other sure, coaches. Yeah. And he released a statement a few weeks ago where he said, you know, it's taken some time to undo uh, all the things that were done last season. Uh, when I look around, it may have been one of the worst coaching jobs that I've ever seen in NFL history. We all agree. Everybody agrees with that. But he said it to a reporter into a microphone and it was very Good. public. Good, and, he's getting older now. Let's and it caused a big thing, and everybody reacted to it. So, of course, the media ran straight to Jets camp. And Aaron Rodgers, they asked for his comments, and he was like, well, Nate Hack is a great guy. Da, da, da. And he did the Will Smith thing. He said, I think Sean Payton needs to keep my coach's name out of his mouth. Oh. He said that. Keep uh, my coach's name? <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, like 24 hours later, Sean Payton is like, I shouldn't have said that. I made a mistake. I Like, he's backtracking. So, so now everyone's got, what is it, week Five? Oh, is I think it? they play each other okay. week five or something. Like so, Sean Payne's going to destroy this is, them. I'm telling you, this is going to be the narrative for like that's going to just get ready for it. It's, it's right up their alley too, man. They always had a good, a, a really good defensive uh, personnel. Yeah, and then he just worked magic on the offensive side, mm. and it feels like it's set up like that again, man. It's like Saints West. <laughs> is what the Broncos are going to be, but we'll talk about that when we go into the details. Totally. Um, yeah, I don't, I mean, there are other like crazy things that happen, but I thought it would be more interesting for us to kind of spend our first episode back kind of looking into, uh, there's been a fair amount of movement in yeah. the NFL. Like yeah. who, who's, you know, some people you may, if you're a casual watcher, you might be like, um, what, <laughs> <laughs> what is he, why is he wearing that jersey? Yeah. Is Baker Mayfield a Tampa Bay Buccaneer? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's there's a lot of uh, Baker Mayfield is going to turn that team around, man. Yeah, we'll glad see. you mentioned that. That was my next topic: how Baker is going to get the Bucks to the Super Bowl. You know, but <laughs> well, let's go through. I cannot tell you how glad I am that my Falcons get to play Baker Mayfield twice a year. <laughs> uh, I, they got a they got a clip of what uh, Baker Baker Mayfield had to say at his last press conference. They wrote me off. I ain't right back, though. <laughs> it's going to be... It's, it's going to be, be White Gino? <laughs> white Gino. <laughs> Watch out for the White Gino. <laughs> oh, my God. White uh, Gino's going to do this. So, thing. we can go through this. <laughs> we call him White Gino. <laughs> Let's call him White Gino. 
You the real MVP. <laughs> White Gino. Let's go, White Gino. <laughs> Let's go. All right, what's the change? Uh, we can go through. Let's start with quarterbacks. Obviously, yeah. if unless you've been living under a rock, uh, Aaron Rodgers is now a New York Jet. Yeah. Uh, Derek Carr is a New Orleans Saint. Jimmy G. That might work out, man. He, I agree. I'm a little concerned about the Derek Carr working yeah. out in New Orleans kind of thing. Uh, Jimmy G. is now a Raider. <laughs> exactly. Silence. <laughs> Silence is, is, speaks volumes. Uh, as mentioned before, Baker Mayfield is a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Who? Uh, Andy Dalton. Wait, 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 wait. Who's the last guy you said? Oh, White Gino. Sorry. White Gino. Yes. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, White Ginger, Andy Dalton, <laughs> the Red Rifle, uh, is now a Carolina the red, Panther. The Red Water Pistol. He's a Carolina. He's a Carolina Panther. He's the backup to uh, Bryce Young, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it really falls off from there. Now we're talking about straight up but like Blaine Gabbert. And Is Brandon Chad Henney still there in Kansas City? Uh, I think Chad Henney retired. Okay, got his ring and got out, huh? I think he retired. Good for what a career. I think he Just retired. Well, the other out. interesting thing to keep an eye on, and it's only because you know the Colts drafted Anthony Richardson I personally, I mean, they drafted Anthony Richardson based on physical traits. The guy's huge. He's very mm. fast. He can run. Yeah. He only played 13 games for the Florida Gators, and he threw a shitload of interceptions. I, there's a very strong possibility that this kid fails miserably in the mm. NFL. And if he does this season, uh, you get to see Gardner Minshew Uh-oh. as his backup quarterback in Indianapolis. That's that's kind of yeah. – um, I was looking at um we were we talked to when we first started potting about black journeyman. Mm. How it's kinda not that big of a thing. Mm-hmm. And uh Brissette is making us eat those words, man. Or maybe just stepping out and uh, You're right. Because he's Brissette. now he was backing up in Cleveland uh mm-hmm. last year, but now he's with the Washington Commanders. Yeah. And he's behind also an unproven yeah. quarterback in Sam Howe. So don't be surprised if he sees Jacoby. He looked all right in the preseason game I was watching. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, you got a, a bunch of other. You have Marcus Mariota again. Uh, he's going from the Falcons to the Eagles. Mike White, Mike fucking A. White, New York Jets to the Your Miami Dolphins. I know you're hyped about that. I watched him in the preseason game. Not hyped. Oh, I watched. You know what's funny? I tried to watch. I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch the whole Falcons Dolphins game. And I, I was can't like, watch a preseason. Game. I saw the first like ten minutes, and I was like, this is terrible. Neither team put starters out. Mike A. White, uh, and, and both coaches, coaches are just trying shit. What I did like, though, for me, from a Falcons perspective, was, and I get it, it's the twos and the threes, but the defense mm-hmm. looked good. Yeah. And for me, now I know that it was twos against twos, and for me, the, the most significant part about it is that it's been a long time since you could look at a Falcons defense yep. and say they had depth. Yep. Like, oh, they got some guys in the twos and threes that might actually be able to play. That's, I'm pretty excited about that. I was going to say that too, man. Falcons are deeper than anybody thought. Mm-hmm. For those of you Trevor Simeon fans, he's now a Cincinnati <laughs> Bengal backup. Uh, but Burrow's hurt now. Where's Teddy Bridgewater? Oh, he's in Detroit. Shit. Oh. Wow, Teddy B. That's another journeyman. Taylor Heineke is the backup yeah. in Atlanta. You might see him for real. I don't know how good Desmond Ritter is. I have no fucking idea. I hope they go. No clue. They didn't give him a shot last year enough. 
They only gave him four games. Yeah, they waited too late. But they bet on him. I mean, they could have gone out and got Lamar Jackson, but for whatever reason, they're convinced that Desmond Ritter is their franchise quarterback. Or they don't want to make the same mistake they made with uh, putting all their chips in the quarterback basket. I think they, I think they saw they had. They finally saw the light at the end of the tunnel yeah. w- regarding the salary cap right, hell right. that the yeah. Falcons had been in for yeah. over a decade. Let's not do this again. And they yeah. were like, fuck this. Let's let's get out of this. Let's yeah. take a look at running backs. Uh, mm. Miles Sanders has gone from the Philadelphia Eagles to the Carolina Panthers. Okay. The Lions have made some weird decisions. Uh, they shipped off, uh, what's his name? Williams, mm-hmm. the one who scored all those touchdowns last year. If you yep. had him in fantasy, you were loving it. Uh, he's now with the Saints. DeAndre Swift is now with the Eagles. Uh, and the Lions went out and got David Montgomery. From the Bears, yeah. And then they obviously they picked a rookie. They were the other team that picked a running back in the first round, Jameer Gibbs, I think. Uh, so we'll see. I don't know. Yeah. Lions. Uh, Rashad Penny, formerly of the Seahawks, now Lions with the Eagles. I regret that shit, man. I think they will, too. I think, they, I think, they, I think they're going to regret it. And I think my guy, my man, former Bulldog, Jaron Swift, is going to ball the fuck out in Philly. Uh, hmm. He's from Philly. Oof. Uh, okay. And he's already out there talking shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. He changed a, his the, number the to Cowboys. zero. Yeah. Uh, and they asked him, he said, why'd you switch to zero? He said, well, that's the number of uh, division championships the Cowboys have won since I've been an Eagles fan. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> yeah, Jamal Williams, that's it. Uh, Damian Harris from the Patriots is now with the Bills. Mm. Um, Are they going to commit to the running? That's the question. No, of course not. Josh Allen is is going to continue to do more than he should, I think. I don't think Josh Allen trusts. I, I don't know why he has such an issue with trust. or I don't. Maybe it's not trust. Or maybe it's like... Cockiness. I think he has like a hero complex. Mm. Like it's got to be me. Yep. He's the main character. He's always in defensive line. such a main face. character. Yeah. Uh, and there's been some weird sort of kerfuffle mm-hmm. between him and Diggs in the offseason mm-hmm. that is like Diggs walked out one day mm-hmm. during OTAs or whatever. Hope it falls apart. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Deontay Foreman, who did really well for the Panthers when McCaffrey left, mm-hmm. is now with the Chicago Bears. Uh-oh. Uh, Devin Singletary, who was with the Bills, now with the Texans. Uh, who else? Anybody interesting? Most of it starts to fall off from there, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, when you see Kenyon Drake. Mm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where's the, anything about Jake Funk? <laughs> Jake Funk. Yes, I'm glad you asked. Jake Funk, who has the greatest last name in the history of running backs, <laughs> yeah. formerly with the Los Angeles Rams, will now be doing his funky thing down with the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts, uh, they traded for... The funk. Mm-hmm. The whole funk. They said, we want the funk. <laughs> Gotta <laughs> have the funk. funk. Uh, we <laughs> want the funk. <laughs> the whole funk. Nothing but the funk. <laughs> yeah. Doing it to you in your ear hole. Let's go. <laughs> where did, uh, where did uh, what's his name go? The Cowboys all running back. Zeke? Zeke. Still a free agent. Ooh. Oh, wait. Cook, too. Dalvin Cook, also still a free agent. I didn't. Did, so did they take a knee? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? They are black. So uh, no, is kind of an afro, but good. So, well, I guess it, it doesn't help. The last play where you saw Zeke, Cowboys lined him up at center, and he got pancaked. Remember that? That was so funny. The end of an era. I will never forget that. If that's the last play he ever plays, Cowboy. Play. So what if funny. that's his last NFL play? 
That would be hard. It's like the opposite of David Tyree. David Tyree makes the helmet catch. Crazy. <laughs> Never plays again. Yeah. Zeke gets pushed over. Unbelievable. <laughs> um, there are reports that Dalvin Cook has been at Jets camp. I saw that. Yeah. Uh, no, so, about that. Dolphins, we'll uh, Tyreek Hill was trying to, to recruit him a little bit. I was talking about how, how much better the team would be with him. So mm. we'll see. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Uh, let's see. For wide receivers, we've got DJ Moore is now with the Chicago Bears. I made a big splash and a, a bad pass from a... <laughs> I, I don't see. I honestly don't know. Did you see the play? Happened. No, I didn't see him play. He showed off that speed, man. He got a screen pass that was like kind of bad and high or whatever, but mm. he took off mm. and left everybody in the dust. He is He's a good player. Yeah. Uh, this is a big one. DeAndre Hopkins. That's a big one. Uh, that just, might shift. Every, I mean, just when everybody, just when everybody was starting to think the Tennessee Titans were irrelevant, somehow hey, they land. like, Jaguars going to win that division, and now it's, woo, wait a minute. Yeah, I mean, shit. That's yeah. That's the, that's the key for Tannehill is to have a big receiver. Yeah, uh, Brandon Cooks is another interesting one. Um, mm-hmm. He's gone from the Texans to the Cowboys. Brandon Cooks is one of those weird players that, it, with the exception of last year, I think because he he tried to get the Texans to trade him last year. He's like, can you please trade me to a team that wants to win football games? But prior <laughs> to that, I think he had five, six, maybe seven years in a row with mm-hmm. thousand yard seasons. Yeah, it's like this could be a legitimate upgrade. In an ideal world, you don't want a loss; mm. you want to win. <laughs> but if you can't get the win, and you know, sometimes you sell for the tie. A lot of football left to go in the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thanks, so he's lovey. he's out. He's free. <laughs> he's, Brandon he Cooks that? is free. He wanted to leave that. I know. Uh, here's one that I didn't actually notice until yesterday. Jacoby Myers went mm. from the Patriots to the Raiders. I saw that. Juju's with the Patriots. Elijah Moore went from the Jets to the Browns. That might be big too. That could be interesting because uh, the Browns got they sneakily sneakily got a good receiver core, man. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, what do we call this guy? Which one? The the quarterback of the Browns. Oh, I know what we call him. We call him a. Uh, where, where, where is he? <laughs> he is a. Yeah, there it is. There it is. He's a habitual line stepper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Come on out, you rapist. There he is. Uh, uh, <laughs> who else? Who else? Who else? We got Alan Lazard, of course. Rogers went out and got his buddies. I, who else? DJ Chark is one. DJ Chark went from the Lions to the Panthers. What are the Lions doing, man? I don't know. I'm starting to. Did they pick anybody up? I'm Adam, starting to get concerned about the Lions. Well, and also their the rookie uh, wide receiver who only played like one game last year, Jameson Williams mm-hmm. out of Alabama. Oh, yeah. He has been suspended for six games for betting. That was also an offseason story. Oh, wow. Um, so he's yeah. not with them for the first six games. So I don't know what the fuck. I mean, they, obviously, they still have Amon Ross St. Brown. But after Who's that, amazing, I'm like, I don't yeah. know who else who they else have. Who else are you going to do to? Um, they got their tight end, right? 
No, they got rid of him. They sent him to the Vikings. Huh? He went to the Vikings. I don't know. What who are they? they maybe they just feel know. like that. John Ben Johnson is just so good. Uh, I guess yeah. Are the Lions gonna fall off? I. I'm not. Everyone's booking the Lions to win that division this year. I'm. I'm not so sure. The defense will have to step up. We'll see. I'm we'll, honestly not so sure. They're trying to make it hard on our bet. They are trying to make it hard. Uh, my man, former Bulldog Miko Hardman, has gone from the Chiefs to the Jets. Uh, Jets, uh, hmm. But then they got rid of Elijah. Who else? Hmm. That's about it, really. Yeah. The rest of these are like. I mean, do you guys really want to know where? Where Byron Pringle plays now? Oh, please tell me. <laughs> he's, just, he's scored not too long ago, right? What's his name? Uh, Braxton Berrios from mm, the Jets Dolphins. to the Dolphins. Yeah. He's Originally played from played for the U. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, Cole Beasley, nobody cares. DeAndre Carter, nobody is cares. <laughs> Cole Beasley, did he get the jab? <laughs> <laughs> this is like... Uh, tight ends, what do we got? The only... Well, actually, Darren Waller. Yes. Has gone from the Raiders to the Giants. That could be huge for... If he can stay healthy, that's going to be for massive. For Brandon, Brandon Jones. That's going to be massive if he can stay healthy. Gusecki? Gusecki is a good one. Yeah. Dolphins to the Patriots. Uh, Ooh. Dalton Schultz went from the Cowboys to the Texans, but it won't really matter. Irv Smith Jr., who was kind of like second choice tight end for the Minnesota Vikings, is now with the Bengals. Could actually be a pretty dope move for them, actually. Um, I think we'll I feel like the lead league is changing so much. Mm-hmm. And tight end is starting to tight end is starting to matter a little more. Mm. Well, it's this year also. There were a lot of uh, rookie tight. End, this was like the year of the tight end draft, um, which we'll get mm. into in a minute. But um, I don't know. You know, one uh, DB. Mm-hmm. I saw you hovering over DB. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about DBs. Jalen Ramsey getting hurt. That's not good. He's supposed to be back in December, mm. so that could, like, you know, help things out. But that one just was like, really? Mm. Just when I was ready. Uh, but that was a big one that should have made a big change. Yeah. But that was the only big one I could think of, of, of a DB switching over. Yeah. Falcons made a lot of moves in the defense, too. They got Calais Campbell from the Ravens. He's pretty old, though. Mm. I think he might actually be the oldest player in the NFL now, now that Tom Brady's gone. What about Aaron Rodgers? Is Campbell older than Rodgers? I think so. Damn. Uh, he went to the U2. I think they also got Bud Dupree, if I'm not mistaken. Um, anyway, yeah. there's a lot there. Yeah. Uh, Some coaching changes. Should we talk about that? Let's do it. Where? Oh, there they are. NFL teams. Yeah, go ahead. Where are we? Well, I was going to just it. go through some... Uh, I went to Bleacher Report and found uh, the biggest coaching adjustments um, and... I thought it was a good breakdown of all of them. Mm. Uh, one of the big ones that we mentioned already, Sean Payton. Right. Going to Denver, uh, understanding that he's following up <laughs> the most chaotic situation that we've seen mm-hmm. in recent history mm-hmm. and uh, taking over for And it might be a big change, man. It might, they might take a big jump quickly, I think, with Sean Payton, who's considered this uh, mastermind of coach. He'll get to show what, he get, what he's got. Russell Wilson is Wilson done. There's so many questions. It's a decent defense over there. Maybe they just needed to plug in a coach. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I think they. I, I agree with you. I, I what I do think they needed is that they needed to plug in somebody who, could, somebody who wasn't going to be the quarterback's best friend. Right. And that was the problem with Nate Hackett. I think 
Yeah. And and I respect that that yeah. he the quarterback the coach shouldn't be grapefruiting. No. And and he was the whole time he was there. And and when you see him on hard knocks, you can tell that Nate Hackett is probably better off as yeah. as a coordinator than a head coach. Or as a quality control coach. <laughs> no, I'm just yeah, but some <laughs> someone who's there to yeah. be like to motivate, yeah, or quarterbacks in, coach yeah, in yeah. a more, and he likes to do it in that more positive way, which I totally respect. Yeah, you know, I, nobody likes these fucking douchebags who just yell at people all the time. Uh, but yeah, I, it just he, they needed a grown up in the building, and they mm. Sean Payton is that uh, he doesn't give a fuck what people no. think about him. So yeah, and he's gotten results. Mm-hmm. Then we got to go on, speaking of grapefruits, to uh, your man. Hey, I didn't bring this up. You brought this up. Okay? Todd Munkin is going over to the Ravens, and this is might be just what Lamar Jackson needed. Totally. They get away from Greg Roman, and they go into this pass-oriented offense to show off this guy's arm. Right. Dude, the dude can play, and he can do more than just make people miss in the open field. He's a quarterback, and he can throw the ball, too. So. And... I'll just point out, because I know a little bit about Todd Munkin being mm. a Georgia Bulldogs fan. Yeah. Here's a guy who comes in as the offensive coordinator of the Georgia Bulldogs and takes a walk-on quarterback, a, a zero-star recruit, mm-hmm. Stetson Bennett, and leads that team to back-to-back national championships. Yeah, but the, the rest, I mean... I mean, they had a great defense. I was going to say the recruiting classes. I know that, but I'm just saying he did that thing that, you know, this is what I'm talking, this is what they always give Shanahan credit for. He doesn't need an elite quarterback. So true. You know what I mean? And this is one of those guys. This is one of those guys. He he wins with his his brain. Mm -hmm. He wins with scheme. And you give him someone as talented. This guy's never coached anybody as talented as Lamar Jackson. You're shortchanging Stetson Bennett a little bit. I want you to pump the brakes, man. Well, you know. We don't know it's silly. (laughs) That's true. He's 40 years old. We'll see. Don't get me started on Stetson. Uh, Then we got Nathaniel Hackett. He's he's, uh, he's rejoining his former quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, Mm. for the Jets. And uh, he was hired to Denver to try to get Rodgers there. Right. But it wasn't enough last year. So we'll see what happens there. I just... Last year made me have a disgusting taste in my mouth for this guy. Mm. But maybe joining Rodgers might, might be what he needs. But it could just make it where if he's such a pushover, Rodgers being so stubborn, it might fuck up the whole chemistry of the team. Those young receivers. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. I, Yeah. One, did you have more to say about that? Well, it's just like I feel like I've only watched one episode of Hard Knocks, and I feel like it's already started to influence the way I think about the Jets. It's so <laughs> that show, like it really does. It really does leave yeah. you the impression that this experiment is going to work. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of course, that's what it's there for. Sure, yeah. Um, so but it really watch. does make you think. Like, this is going to work. Yeah, we'll see, man. Because at the beginning of the season, we thought Hard Knocks was some bullshit, but then the Lions turned it around. Watch the first episode. I'm telling you. It I'm going like, to watch it. I, it's I like, didn't know it was out already. I'm it's gonna... like they backed up an entire freight train full of grapefruits. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's like, it but is that's the... probably the feel, man. When you get a hall of, uh, first ballot Hall of Famer come in the building, it probably changes everything. Oh, for sure. Then we got uh, Brian Flores getting another shot. Yep. He, he's not just a linebackers coach slash assistant head mm. coach anymore. He's the defensive coordinator of the Vikings. 
who, you know, to be honest, had one of the worst defenses in the league last year. Yeah. Um, you know, despite, you know, the, the, the Vikings were such a funny team. They, they had 13 wins, mm. but they had a minus three point differential. Yeah. Which is why everybody thought they were fake and they got bounced in the first round of the playoffs. Um, th- this, it, it, to me, this might be one of, if this works, mm-hmm. this is going to be, if that works, the Vikings are going to win this division. Yep. I, I'm, I'm, this is where that division becomes difficult to predict. Because I do think the Lions will will continue their momentum from last year, but I think I have a feeling they're not going to be as good as mm-hmm. everyone thinks they're going to nah. be. And the Vikings are still a good football team. They still have Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Okay. And they still have Kirk Cousins. And they still have Kirk Cousins. Who you know, say yep. what you will about Kirk Cousins, but he he puts up three thousand, four thousand yards a season every year. Yep. And uh, Cook's backup was good too. And they got that other. What's the rookie they got? Jordan Addison who was great in college, and he is going to benefit from Justin Jefferson getting double-teamed all the time. He's going to be he's going to have man coverage every game. And that's all offense we're talking about. But defense, yeah. I have seen. Mm. First of all, I want to say, listening to that Mike Tomlin or watching that Mike Tomlin interview um, with, uh, what are they called, Ryan Clark and them, the, those guys' podcast, they mm. interviewed uh, Mike Tomlin and – it was like, oh shit! You get to hear this guy talking. Mm. I, I was ready to go run through a wall for him, watching that. And He's the way so he great. spoke about Brian Flores mm. made me think: whatever team goes after that guy, is smart, because you hear have one of the top coaches in the league who was like, I can't. If you want to coach, you can <laughs> coach with me, because I can't let you get away. Right. And it made me think the Vikings are smart for taking him. And I saw what he did with people off the street and mm. with the Dolphins that year when they were supposed to get the number one pick in the draft. And yeah. They fucking. Took out the, you know, just came in strong at the end. So, I'll be surprised if they still a bottom tier defense. I, I'm kind of hyped for the. I I was I got on the Vikings train last year. Yeah. Uh, and had a lot of fun because there's a, there's a. There were I, fake news last year. A little I bit, feel so. that there is a kinship between the Vikings and the Falcons. We have a shared history of failure. <laughs> uh, we have a shared history of disappointment. Yeah. Um. And and I I, it, it, I just I feel like I understand Vikings fans, yeah. and you know because two years ago they went from the team that that lost all of their one score games, and then the next year they won all of their one score games, mm. and they were must see TV all year last year because you never I mean the largest comeback in NFL history they were yeah. down thirty three to nothing at yeah. halftime <laughs> it's like crazy. Speaking of the Falcons, yes, let's speak of them. Ryan Nielsen's your new coordinator. New defensive coordinator. I'm fucking pumped about this, especially because Ryan Nielsen, we poached from the New Orleans Saints, mm. who has a great – they always have a great defense. Yeah. And we also stole a couple of their players, too, some of their defensive players. This guy, I think, is is he's going to change this football team. If the Falcons are a better team this year, I think it's probably going to have more to do with him than anyone. Mm. Yeah, we'll see, man, because the Saints always tried out a good defense. Because we got a, I mean, our run game is great, right? I don't know what to expect from Desmond Ritter. I really, really don't. Kyle Pitts is still a question mark. But uh, yeah, but giving him the ball back in good positions and stuff like that is going to help. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited about Atlanta's defense this year. Then we got a really uh, veteran, well-known defensive coach, mm. former head coach, mm. is now uh, is it D line coach for the yeah. Browns? Yep. And that's Jim Schwartz. Having that guy 
in the in the room in the building is good, man. We saw what he did as the Browns, uh, not the Browns, the Lions defensive uh, mm. coordinator in the past. Uh, where he went, he was in the Eagles, right? Yeah, he the he, Eagles. he was with the Eagles when they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, man. Uh, it's like wherever he goes, that defense gets good. So, uh, shout out to him, man. We'll see what he's what he's gonna do in Cleveland. We don't. I still kind of don't want Cleveland to have success, at least their offense. Right. I really want Deshaun Watson to fail. I, I hate to say it, but I, I'm I I don't hate to say it. I I, <laughs> I I'm I feel the same way about the Browns this year that I felt about them last year. I want Deshaun Watson to fail, mm. but I want Nick Chubb. To ball the fuck out. <laughs> uh, then there's an overrated, in my opinion, situation, oh. but we'll get to see. They are ripping the shit out of Kellen Moore. Are you? T- I'm tired of it already. I'm tired of it already, man. They're acting like Kellen Moore is gonna go in there and turn Chargers into this fucking Chargers. Already had a good offense. Yeah. They're acting like Kellen Moore is gonna come in there and just turn things around They're- as if the Cowboys had this fantastic. Amazing. Off the Cowboy was hit and miss offense, just like the Chargers hit and miss offense. I, th- I hope Kellen Moore falls flat on his face. I think he's overrated, and I'm tired of hearing about him. We'll so. get into this in a couple of weeks because we're gonna do a hot seat episode before the <laughs> that season. motherfucker seat is hot. We're Brandon gonna do Staley, we're gonna yeah. do a hot seat episode before the season starts. But but for me, this is reeks of like the final stage where your seat goes from warm to like flaming hot. Oh yeah, um, because. Staley is obviously a defensive coach, yeah, uh, or was a defensive coordinator before he became the head coach of the Chargers. Uh, the biggest problem the Chargers have is that their run defense is terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, so firing your coordinators and bringing in somebody like that's that's like you're next. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If this doesn't work, yep. you are next because you you, you drafted Justin Herbert. Um, he didn't draft Justin. Well, he didn't. You ha- right. He you didn't inherited draft. this. You guy. You inherited but... Justin Herbert, who is clearly one of the most talented quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. And and you've made what was it two two just like ridiculous to say. Well, the year before they they blew their uh, chance to make the playoffs because they failed. They they were so fourth down crazy and they failed doing that and they then they could have done the draw they and then last year the draw remember against the raiders yeah and, and then, he made them like they were going to take the draw well, that was the game where all you had to do was yeah. either win or draw and they lost to the raiders in overtime yeah yeah and then the next year you play you play your starters in the final week of the season after you've already made the playoffs mike williams gets hurt you go and blow a 27 point lead to the jaguars in round one it's like okay you're this Kellen Moore thing. I mean, it's gonna. It, and he's taking analytics like face value every time instead of considering. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, but Brandon we'll, Saley's yeah. in trouble. He's but in we'll trouble. get there. And I think Kellen Moore is just gonna be a bust. I don't know, man. We'll see. He's got a punchable face too, man. Look at his face. He, yeah. That's a punchable face, man. Look at, look at, look at that shit. You know he's fucking. Yeah. He looks like he says, "Well, my dad. Yeah, well, my dad knows. Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Moore's gone. Yeah, but Moore uh, gets uh, gets uh, replaced by Brian Schottenheimer, mm-hmm. who is the son of Marty Schottenheimer, a legendary coach. Yep. And uh, but Mike McCarthy is going to call the plays. Right. So that's a big change for the Cowboys, and we'll see uh, what happens because uh, that's another change that's going to be like that's a hot seat change for sure. And this one I understand quite a bit in a way because it's like if you're Mike McCarthy. 
Yeah. You you realize Take your destiny in your hands. Yeah, exactly. You're like, I'm, if I'm gonna be on the hot seat, uh, if I get fired, I'm going down doing it my way. Fuck it. Yeah. So smart. Big change coming up here. Bill O'Brien is gonna come in uh, and hmm. replace the two. <laughs> Wait. The two fired offensive coordinators. Bill O'Brien's coming back. You know how Patriots coach, coaches do for the most part. They leave, they fail, and they come back. Right. Well, last year, they had the two failing coaches come back, and they made both of them offensive coordinators, uh-huh. and then that was a, a shit show. Poor fucking, I never thought I'd say this, but poor Mac Jones. <laughs> had to deal with that shit, man. <laughs> he was mad, too. Yeah, Remember how pissed yeah. I was yelling at like, Make him throw the ball down. Throw the goddamn ball. <laughs> <laughs> He's yelling at Matt Patricia. Yeah. So, so now Bill O'Brien comes back. And he's been around. He who would have thought that a guy who had never coached offense, yeah. Matt, Matt Patricia, a defensive coordinator. Yeah. And what was it? Joe Judge? Was it, Joe wasn't Judge, he yeah. a special teams was, coordinator? Yeah, special teams coordinator, <laughs> defensive coach. Of course. <laughs> it's simple math. Special teams coach plus defensive coach equals great offensive coach. <laughs> Duh. Read the book of football math. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, so that didn't work out. And now uh, Bill Belichick is going back to basics, bringing back Bill O'Brien. And is going to try to make Mac Jones the uh, the Tom Brady heir that he was supposed to be. I don't expect this to work either because I, I just I, I don't believe in it. It's not going to be worse. I don't believe. Uh, no, I think it'll be better, but I don't believe it. I just don't. I don't believe in their roster. I don't think they have the pieces. I think the Patriots are going to have a top five defense in the NFL next year. Sure. Or this year, and sure. I, I think it's not going to. They're just going to have to not fuck up. And right. Bill O'Brien's going to make sure that they, in, in the words of. Bill Belichick do their job, right? And they'll be they'll be all right as long as they don't have turnovers. I mean, who's their 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 top as, receiver is Juju, yeah, right? Who they got in the off season, and they still have Ramondre Stevenson running the rock. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't know. We'll see, man. It's gonna be more traditional, and uh, oh, and they got Gasecki too. And they might not be trying to hide Mac as much as they were. It seemed like, yeah, it seemed like a. Maybe they didn't believe in Mac or, or they didn't want to risk it last year. But right. they still had a top defense last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the final one that we'll talk about, and it's not even because it's my team. It's just literally because this is how it was listed. Yeah, that's it. You know, But <clears throat> a big change is my Miami Dolphins, man. Yeah. They brought in Vic Fangio. <laughs> one of the top. <laughs> one of the top. Coaches of defensive minds sure. in football history is now well, and one of the getting most, paid more and one of the than, most copied yeah. coaches. Like I mean, this guy has had a true effect on yeah. the league writ large. And uh, now he's the defensive coordinator, and our coach, being the humble guy that he was, is allowing the defensive coordinator to make more money than him because he cares about winning only and no egos. That's pretty cool. And uh, I think uh, it's going to work out. And that's why I'm not so worried about Jalen Ramsey getting hurt because Vic Fangio is Vic Fangio. And right now, instead of this one-trick amoeba shit we were doing, it feels like it's going to be a straight-up smart and uh, slash uh, effectively aggressive team. So we're going to see, man. That defensive line is still the heart of the, the defense right now with Christian Wilkins being the fucking beast of a machine that he is. Yeah, I, I'm excited to see how this plays out. Um, Only thing is it's a 3-4 core. I mean, it's more nickel nowadays. But 
we just need a couple more linebackers, possibly. I think that's what. It is. Oh no, my bad. It's not the last one, Vic Fangio. Well, the one that's um, not on this list. The the Eagles, right? Because the Eagles lost Fangio. He was on there. Well, okay, so. And they they had to replace some. There's stuff. a couple of things that are not on this list. One is Shane Steichen. From the Eagles is now coaching. Right. That's the next one. Yeah. Isn't he? Um, He's a defensive coordinator. Uh, as the did he go to the? Which one went? Somebody went to the Cardinals. They both did. Cardinals got the Steichen as their coach now, right? Yeah. And then they also brought someone else from the. Uh, they lost their offensive coordinator too. The Eagles lost both offensive and defensive coordinators. Right. So they're gonna have to figure that. And out. And the one that's. Truly not on this list is Eric Bieniemy. Oh yeah, why is this not on there? I don't know. Um, Th- this dude gets overlooked in everything, man. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I think it's because I think it's fat phobia. I think it's because really? he's a fat guy. He's. I really do, man. You think it's a fat thing? It's a fat thing. He's fat and black. He's fat and black, man. <laughs> and then he's overshadowed by. Uh, Future Hall of Fame coach, so just like, no, there's no way this fat black guy is coming up with all this stuff. Doesn't stop. A- Andy Reid's fat. Mike McCarthy's How long fat. did it take for Andy Reid to get like, you know, he had to win a couple Super Bowls before he really get got... some spec on his name? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what Andy Reid was saying. Put some respect on my name. Mm-hmm. That's Andy Reid's words. That's his interview right there. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, that was the change. The the Eagles. Losing those two offense and defense coordinator, and the uh, the Chiefs losing their offensive coordinator, which nobody's talked about as a possible fall, a drop off mm. of losing. Who, did Bandit. they elevate Matt Nagy to offensive coordinator at the Chiefs? He was the quarterbacks coach. Right. I think they did. I think they might have. I'm pretty sure he's they another did. guy who probably should never have been the head coach. Right. Got like it maybe too it's early, just yeah. better off being a be a coordinator, man. Yeah. That was like uh, I don't know if you remember uh, Mike Nolan. Back in the day. Yeah. He'd wear the suits. Yeah. And he was, he's kind of a weird guy, but he got to be the coach of the 49ers, and it was way too early. Mm. And then he went back to D coordinator, and he always had a top defense wherever he went. Mm. So, yeah. that's uh, Sometimes you're just meant to be a coordinator, man. You're a fucking weirdo that doesn't really care about <laughs> leading leading a group of people. Maybe it ain't your thing. Maybe. So, yeah. Uh, shout out to the enemy down there. We'll see, because he's got... Uh, one of the most iffy quarterback situations, but if they turn that thing into something down there in Washington, then you know maybe he'll make his bid for an empty coach slot in a couple of years. I mean, I, I would, you know, Rivera's, you know, his job is on the line too. Yeah, you got I think be all right. you got new owners. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I I think Bienemy took that job because he probably thought that was his, like maybe. Maybe it was his easiest path to becoming a head coach. Yeah, he had, but he had to get up on, out from under. He's giving everybody no excuse. He's like, all right, you're saying it's uh, Andy Reid. All right, well, I'll go and be offensive coordinator. There's already been a little bit of a controversy surrounding him. I don't know if you heard that. It was about a week or two ago. Uh-oh. One, uh, Ron Rivera was asked about uh, Biennemi, and in this interview, he had admitted that some of the players had come to him and complained that Eric Biennemi is a little too intense. Mm. Uh, and Shoot. it caused a bit of a backlash, and Rivera had to come out like 24 hours later and say, "Oh, I shouldn't have said that. I misspoke." Wow, he's a great coach. Da, 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 da. I'm sorry, I'm done. 
<laughs> yeah. Get Ron Rivera. Uh, so we'll see. I don't. Did know. he do that last year too? Maybe. Then he over big last about the quarterbacks. Remember that when he had to come out and be like, you know what? Well, it, that was where we got all of this shit. Yeah. And that's what pisses me off. Yeah, when he when thing. he had to like go uh, defend Carson Wentz. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong, Robert? Have you seen? He's the, had their brain surgery. That's true. Have you seen the pictures of Carson Wentz working out? He's still a free agent. And <laughs> who's he, he working out with? Dalvin uh, Cook. Who knows? And, uh, and, uh, he there's an image Zeke. that popped up on the internet of him. He's wearing gear from the three teams that he played for. He's wearing Eagles shorts. Uh, uh, he's wearing Colts jersey, and he's wearing a, a what's the other a, team? Commanders hat, Commanders helmet, or something. Nose ring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, is that the best way to advertise yourself? Oh, to wear all three of your failures in one photo? I don't know. I don't. Well, know. I'm gonna speak my mind for a second. Uh, Carson Wentz is trash. <laughs> no, just, uh, yeah. Just, so I, I mean, I think he would make a viable backup for, for some some teams. I mean, you, you look around like I, you know, Joe Burrow tweaked his hamstring first week of training camp, and I was like, I was like, who's their backup? And I, I, I still don't remember. Who's, who's the backup? I don't know. It was like what, I never. What, what team are you talking about? For the, the Commanders? No, no, no. Joe Burrow for the for the Bengals. Oh, the Bengals. And it was like, oh shit, Burrow tweaked his hamstring. Like, who's going to play if he can't play? And it was like, who the fuck is that guy? Mm. Like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, you could at least have somebody who's played in the league before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Could be worse, I guess. Um, yeah. I don't well, know. That's, that's all I got for the coaches. We wish all the coaches success. Uh, we well, hope somebody punches Kellen Moore in the face. Not all of them. Yeah, I don't want them. <laughs> I'm just saying that, man. I hope Nate Daniel Hackett falls flat on his face. Yeah. Sure. Just because it's the Jets. But I do feel bad. He was seemed like a nice guy. Remember, he's bringing his kids to the press conference. Like, that's part of why you shouldn't be a head coach. Because it's another stupid-ass decision. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah, absolutely. What are you doing? All right. That's all, that's all I got for the coaches. You got any more for the pod? We can wrap this thing up. Well, I was just thinking about some of the rookies that I'm excited to take a look at. Mm. Uh, for me, obviously, I, I saw a little bit of Bryce Young for the Panthers. He, I think he played one or two drives. Didn't he throw a dumb at no? He got that the was, shit knocked yeah, out of him. The offensive was. line had yeah. like a like an emergency meeting after the game because <laughs> uh, it's like this guy is tiny, uh, and he's yeah he's he's gonna be in trouble. C.J. Stroud had a rough. Uh, Didn't he throw that sidearm interception? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. what? Yeah. Where you think you at, bro? Yeah, Anthony Richardson had a weird start as well. That's going to be fascinating. Uh, he's big as shit, man. He's huge. A lot of people are predicting that he might be one of those, like, like he's going to be a terrible, like, a, as an actual football player, he's going to be terrible, but he might be really great in fantasy because he runs all the time. Mm. Like, he might be like Justin Fields. I was going to say. Like, he might throw five touchdown passes, but he'll run for, like, 4,000 yards or some shit. I was really, I was watching Justin Fields. I was hoping to see him uh, a bit, but they kept scoring on these screens. Mm. So I couldn't see him. I've been wanting to see him make progressions and throw downfield. They say that's what they're going to do this year, but obviously in preseason they never show you exactly what they're going to do. Yeah. Uh, my guy Bijan Robinson in Atlanta has looked again. It's practice. Yeah. But he's by all accounts he's he's been 
as advertised, he's made a couple of they're lining him up as a receiver sometimes. It's mm. it's gonna be really interesting to see what the Falcons are gonna do because they've got these three running backs. Um, Tyler Algier, who as a rookie quietly had like a thousand yard season last year. Mm-hmm. And then of course you still got Corderell, who nobody really knows what they're gonna do with Corderell. His motherfucking back and shit. I know. Are they gonna line him up? As a receiver, or what they get because they're not, they don't have a lot of depth at receiver, so we'll see. But what Arthur Smith is still Arthur Smith, man. True. Have look- you seen his mustache? Everyone's talking about his mustache. <laughs> he grew a mustache, and now the whole team has decided to grow a mustache. <laughs> and I think the guy from NFL Network, Kyle Brandt, is like, yeah. I'm going to grow a mustache, and I'm not going to shave it off until the Falcons lose. I was like, Well, they could lose in week one. <laughs> so you better start. <laughs> so you were start growing up. Jameer Gibbs, obviously mm. great running back, very very fast. Mm. Um, be interesting to see how good he is. Again, I mentioned Jordan Addison, yeah. wide receiver for the Vikings. That he's going to be, the, he might actually be the wide receiver who, who benefits the most this year, especially because Jefferson's going to be double teamed every time he's on the field. Uh, Dalton Kincaid is apparently the tight end that everybody thinks is going to break out for the Bills. Uh, Sam Laporta too. He he was good in college. He's with the Lions, also a tight end. Uh, Luke Musgrave, tight end. There's a lot of good players. It's going to be interesting to see this guy. What about how has he worked out? Devon A. Chain for there's the, the Dolphins. He's the talk of camp, but um, he's behind some people that are used to that system. So yeah, because you still have um, Jeff Wilson, and we got Anya Mostert. Mostert, and but they're Gaskin was looking great. That's the one bright spot from yeah. the game. The preseason game was he was killing it. But both Wilson and Mostert are pretty injury prone, so there's yeah fairly good. They're chance. talking about AJ, and he can catch too, and all that stuff. But he also missed a, a huge block that set up a pick six. Uh huh. In that game, there's some receiver, some little guy, number ten. I think I forget what team he played for, but I saw him and he popped out to me. He's got a one syllable last name. I can't remember, but I'll find him. I think it's Pope or something like that. Hmm. He's a wide, he's a rookie. I was expecting him to be on that list. Jackson Smith in Jigba is another. He's a wide receiver uh, playing for the Seahawks. He's going to be interesting to see if um, I don't know how well he's going to factor in because he's going to have to obviously be number three to DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. But he's he was good in college too. Obviously the Eagles defense with all these Bulldogs. I'm interested to see Jalen Carter, uh, Nolan Smith. Uh, all those guys who who they drafted the year before too, who didn't play much. Um, Cam Smith, they have listed here, cornerback for the Dolphins. Mm, oh yeah, they're talking about him. He's, uh, he's pretty good. He was getting cooked in that Falcons game. Um, they were going after him. Oh, was he? Uh, I'm interested to he was see. There it. though, it was like he was there, and it was just like great passes. Here's a name to remember in case Jared Goff gets injured. Uh, the Lions' backup quarterback is rookie Hendon Hooker. This guy led like one of the dead, most deadly air raid offenses in college football last year, playing for Tennessee. Uh, this guy is just gonna chuck it. He's gonna chuck it downfield okay. every chance he gets. Uh, he's pretty fast too. He can. He's he's hard to tackle. Okay. Um, and then the other one who, um, well, other than my man, former Bulldog Stetson Bennett. Um, you know he's going to get meaningful snaps. It's only a matter of time before Matthew yeah. Stafford gets hurt. It's going to be very fascinating. Uh, but the last rookie that I wanted to talk about, which I'm really, really rooting for, I just read about this this morning, uh, Chargers rookie C.J. Okoye played uh, in a preseason game. He gets a sack 
against my man, former Bulldog Stetson Bennett, in his first ever football game he's ever played in his entire life. This guy made it into the NFL through the uh, International wow. Pathway Program. He's from Nigeria, and he went to the Combine in London, and he got an invite to work out for different teams, and he's now he's on, he's on the roster with the Chargers. Is he related to Christian Okoye? I'm, I'm, I read the article and it didn't say anything about that. and Because uh, I, I wondered the same thing. The, Remember that the big Nigerian nightmare? Yeah. Fuck yeah, with those big-ass shoulder pads. Yes. He, uh, yeah, he looks like he's got a building on his shoulders. But this kid had literally never played an organized game of football until oh. this preseason game against the Rams. And in his first game, he gets a fucking sack. Wow. And there's a video of all the play. The players had said before the game that if this dude gets a sack, we're going to get a 15-yard penalty for excessive celebration because we're going to be going nuts on and the sideline. Wow, he must be raw fucking wow. Just a raw talent uh, guy who comes out of nowhere, never played organized football, has managed to scratch his way into the NFL all the way from Nigeria. I One think it's, year. God damn. He, he's only been playing football for a year. <laughs> That's insane, man. I, 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 I really, still got a shot. I still got a shot, man. We can make the league. <laughs> I mean, I, you got a root for this guy. Wow. Right? Yeah. He's my new favorite player. My new favorite, too, man. That's my, my vote for rookie of the year. <laughs> Comeback player of the year. Never been here. Comeback. <laughs> Showing you motherfuckers how easy it is. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Give it to him. You the real MVP. <laughs> oh, man. Well, shout out to the rookies. I hope they do well, um, unless they play for the Bills or the Jets or, or the unless Patriots. you're Bryce Young. I hope Bryce Young gets absolutely oh. pounded Wow. into the center of earth. Okay. Yeah. Well, you meant that. Oh, yeah. All right, man. Well, that's been it, man. It's been good to be back. I'm glad we got to sit next to each other. No telling how many times we get to do that this season. But uh, I'm glad that you could be here. It's good times, baby. Good times. Yeah, man. Thank y'all for listening, man. It's good. We're glad to have y'all back. Run through a motherfucker face. Yes, man. What? Why? Why? Though? Then you don't have to worry about them no more. Oh. That's, right. <laughs> That's how we're, we're coming into the new season. Yeah, we're Hot. running through your face, man. We're gonna try to bring more stuff to you, man. And uh, we uh, appreciate y'all, the Patreon subscribers, your Patreon. Dot com slash SvenFL. Yeah, we got fantasy draft coming up. Fantasy draft is going to be on on September third. Uh, both drafts. We got the relegation league as well. It's going to be after the uh, regular league draft. Sorry for those teams that got dropped out. Mm. And congratulations to the winner. You win two thousand crowns. So that's right. Uh, which is roughly two hundred bucks for those of you that we got some Americans playing too. And also, I think I posted on the Facebook page. I relaunched the uh, pigskin pickem oh, yeah. thing. That we can all join and make our picks and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. That um, you won last year, right? No, I think I, I don't. I th- did I win it? Oh, I did. I won it on the last week of the season. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you won. Pigs game. How did I forget that? I don't know, man. It's, it's about you're me. you're so modest. You know, I'm all, I, you know, it's all, I win so much. <laughs> in life. In life. <laughs> uh, and I actually have a new, um, I, I didn't realize that you could do this, but the other day, my daughter inspired me. Uh, I downloaded a new uh, ringtone that I wake up to. And I, I realized I was ringtone. able to... A ringtone for my phone. For your alarm, yeah. But I also realized I could set it as my alarm. And uh-huh. yesterday was the first day that I woke up to this ringtone. All I do is 
And I can tell you, waking up to that song at 7 a.m., it's a little jarring. It's <laughs> a great song. It's a great way to start your day. All I do is win, win, win. <laughs> it's a great way to start your day. I, I yeah, gotta admit, I love I'm, it. I'm two days in to waking up to All I Do Is Win. <laughs> And I feel like a new man. Just a winner. I, I like I it, man. That's like a, a great man. tip for y'all out there. Yeah. Listen to All I Do Is Win. When you fake, it, fake it till you make it, y'all. Fake Come it on. till you make it. <laughs> I, I listen to DMX. Here we go again. <laughs> oh, that's not a good way to start. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the opposite. <laughs> opposite energy is DMX. Here we go again. Oh, uh, man. Well, thank y'all again, man. Uh, this is uh, It's been fun. It's always fun. And as always, it's been Jonathan Rollins. Hey, it's Give Me Sara. Doing our thing with Spin NFL. We'll catch y'all very soon. We'll be back um, every week, once a week. Yeah. And then once the season gets kicked off, we're going to be here twice a week mm-hmm. talking about everything. So stay tuned. Tell a friend, tell a friend, and we'll catch y'all. Thank y'all so much. Peace. Later, y'all.